going to throw it. And he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Oh! I wish we had an awesome highlight of Mac, the Bears, against the Patriots, but I almost kind of just want to skip past that. This is the Tabor Gridiron Podcast, here with Isaac once again, and we're going to talk some football. We do have some things to talk about with the Bears and the Buccaneers. I really kind of want to not necessarily analyze the game there's just a couple highlights, a couple things, not necessarily being a Bears fan, but just in football in general that we do need to talk about. You need to be informed about mm-hmm. some cool stuff that happened as well. Bears got literally the Buccaneers just slaughtered them. Honestly, yeah, that's the truth. I mean, they just, you know, I mean, you can get, you know, pretty graphic. I mean, they just, you know, took out their swords and sliced off their heads and moved on i, I guess, mean yeah the bears just got walked all over the the buccaneers went hunting and they got their bear skins and meat and, and everything they wanted i mean it was just an absolute brutal embarrassing game but i want to go to some quarterback issues and isaac get your analysis and thoughts on a couple things I have some stuff with, you know, just rookie quarterbacks in general. What you could take it, you know, the Bears put in a different team. If this was your team, just any team that's playing like this, coaching, quarterback, what are the answers? And then you were just, you really can't skip over Tom Brady, right? Yeah. I mean, let, let's, let's go there first. Tom Brady was just on fire again. I mean, the guy is just crazy good. And to be in his 40s playing this long, he's been playing in the league as long as Justin Fields has been or is alive, right? Like Justin Fields is what, 22, 23 Mm -hmm. years old. Brady's been in the league forever. It's just absolutely crazy. But Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown. That's just crazy. I mean, he's over 600 touchdowns now. But, I mean, 600? Yeah, and the other cool thing which they uh, showed in the game was how, like, other sports, they had it where, like, in hockey, there was a bunch of people like Mario Lemieux who got um, 600 goals. There were people in baseball like Babe Ruth who got 600 home runs. But Tom Brady was the first person to ever get 600 touchdowns. And I believe that's just a statement in and of itself. Now, and if you even look at the numbers, who's going to catch up to him right now? I mean, the closest people, you know, Drew Brees had 571. You know, him and Brady and Brees were kind of battling it out for the top. But Brees is retired now, so Brees is done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brees is at 571. We're done. Peyton Manning, 539. Peyton Manning's retired as well. So the next closest person, as of right now, that's chasing Tom Brady is Aaron Rodgers at 427. Is Rodgers going to catch him? I mean, can he catch him? Sure. Is Rodgers going to be? He's not going to be with the Packers very long. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. How long is he really going to be playing in the game? I don't think anybody's going to be playing as long as Tom Brady is and be as good as, as he's been. I don't know that anybody's going to catch him. Okay, so you got 600 touchdowns. Goes to Mike Evans. 
Mike Evans gets the ball, throws it, and then he doesn't really throw it. He picks out a fan that was wearing his jersey number, hands the ball to the fan, runs over to the bench. Everybody's like, oh, it was Tom Brady's, you know, 600 touchdowns. And Mike realizes, oh, man, I just gave away the ball. So they send a trainer over to the guy and negotiates with him to get the ball back. Like, hey, that's Tom Brady's, you know, 600 touchdown ball. Can we get it back? And there's this kind of back and forth going on. And the fan gives it back. So before we go into a little bit of what he got out of it, just initial dots right there, Isaac. Okay, that's what we saw on TV. He gets this ball. He's super excited. All the announcers, everybody's talking about it. 600. And then all of a sudden you see a trainer negotiating with them, and the guy hands the ball back. Honestly, I think that's I think it was the right thing to do. I mean, that's what I would have done because it is Tom Brady we're talking about, and it is his 600th. If this was just a regular game ball, I would have kept it. But this is his 600th thing. It's memorabilia. It's honestly, I would just let him, I would just give it right back. As a fan, I would have, dude, I would have been like, uh-uh. Like, if it was really that important, balls get handed back all the time. Or, like, hand it to players or to fans, you know, all the time. Mike Evans scored three touchdowns. He gave three balls away. You never see somebody coming and negotiating. So, if I'm that fan and I have that ball and somebody is coming to negotiate to get that ball back, that tells me how important that ball is. Yeah, you're a Bucks fan. You're a Tom Brady fan. You're going, Tom Brady's asking for it. I would have been like, dude, I need to, like, for life season tickets or something. I want like a meeting with Tom Brady. I want, I don't know. Reportedly, as of right now, the fan did get a replacement game ball and a thousand dollar gift card for Bucks, the, the store. So he can basically go and buy whatever he wants at the, you know, the, the store, a jersey, another ball, whatever he wants. A thousand bucks and a game ball. Right now. You agree with that? Honestly, personally, I would have I would have kind of asked for more because the thing is, this is like the NFL, and we can clearly tell that the NFL has a lot of money because they're literally signing these people for ten, twenty, fifty million dollar contracts. So clearly, they have enough money to make what you want happen, and they really want the six hundred dollar ball. I would be like, "Yo, can I like get a picture with Tom Brady or something?" Well, actually, that's, well, that's what right. Here's a thousand bucks. Like, uh, uh, no, no pun intended, thousand bucks. But you know, <laughs> come on, really? Here's a thousand dollars and a, a game replacement, you know, ball. I would have been like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Now the fan, you know, says, "Oh, I can't say no to Tom Brady." I, I think that they needed to give him a lot. I mean, this was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for this guy. You have people at auctions right now. Um, you got people like that just appraise items and sports items saying that that ball could easily, right now, they would have put it at $500,000. Wow. If you were going to get, now, you know, Tom's not going to get rid of it. And the guy got $1,000. I don't know, but then Tom Brady was asked about it. This could be cool, so maybe we'll find out more, but Tom Brady was asked about it in his press conference. This is what Tom said. The fan said when you asked for the football, he said he couldn't say no to Tom Brady. you gotta, you got to give respect to the That's coach. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. He's going to get something nice in return, so we'll get him a helmet or a couple jerseys or some other stuff, so it was really cool of him to do that. A helmet, 
a couple jerseys. I, I'm going to hold Tom to that. I think that Tom needs to take care of this guy. He gets his ball back. $1,000 isn't enough. You give the guy a helmet, a signed helmet. Give him a couple jerseys. I, I would settle for that. I would settle you know, for that. I mean, I would prefer like season tickets for life or something like that if I was him. You know, $200,000 maybe. I don't know. But hey, if you're going to get a helmet, a couple jerseys from Tom Brady, I, I, I would settle for that. You know, at least even to meet Tom Brady as well. Like, it's not even like Tom Brady walked up to the guy and asked for the ball back. Yeah, that's true. You they got think- an employee going, Tom wants the ball back. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, if um, Tom Brady came back and was like, hey, can I have the ball? And can and if he personally came up there, I would have been, of course you can. You're Tom Brady. But the thing that really kind of demoted it was the first off, it wasn't even Tom Brady gave it back and his mistake. It was Mike Evans. And Tom Brady didn't even do it. And then Mike Evans is like, all right, here's a trainer. Go over and get the ball. So that kind of takes it down. So maybe Mike Evans needs to cough up some money as well and be yeah. like, you know, hey, here's $100,000. I made a mistake. Dude, I want to take care of you. I mean, the guy got a priceless ball. He didn't do anything wrong. The fan, like he's just sitting there at a game, probably paid, you know, $500 to go to the game. And then he gets this ball from a player like that's just a gift. Like, hey, I just, I just got this, and then everybody realizes. You know, Mike realized, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I don't know. A lot more needed to happen, but we'll see. We'll see what what Tom ends up doing with that. Okay, sticking on the Bears, Justin Field. This was a bad game, man. This was we're gonna we're gonna skip game. over all of that. Just looking at his play, because then I want to switch over to the Patriots. We're going to do your scores in a minute. Oh, boy. But the Patriots scored an unreal amount of points. They did. I mean, this was absolutely crazy. Yeah, you're playing the Jets. And so you're you're playing the Jets, and you can sit there and go like, well, the Jets are horrible, so of course we're going to score points, and we're going to just walk all over you. But they still scored, what, 54 points? Yeah, that's right. Okay, 54 points. The Bears couldn't score 54 54 points if you paid them to do it, which we're paying them to do it. Like, how are the Patriots constantly doing good? Yeah, you have players that are skilled like Tom Brady when he was there and whatnot, but I'm telling you, it's the coaching. The fact that you have a rookie quarterback – that is struggling and has the the rookie struggles and woes and all these different things, but they're playing to his strengths and that you can still put up that many points against a bad team. And then on the other hand, you have Justin Fields and we can't get down the field at all. Exactly. And that's the thing, like with the quarterback, with like rookie quarterbacks and just the end with everything going on, honestly, what is a sword if there's no one to use it? You got to have good coaching to really influence the players and show them the ways to do it. So do you say that this is like, does Matt Nagy need to go? But we look at how many, we've had how many different quarterbacks? We've had how many different coaches? Is it the management? Is it like, do the McCaskies need to sell the team so we can just move on? That's never going to happen. So do you really just get rid of your general managers and your vice presidents and just all the, you know, the people kind of down or up at the top and working your way down, getting rid of the coach. There's a philosophy of Bears football that just keeps getting played the same way. Trubisky, he did not have as much skill 
and he did struggle, but he could have been a decent quarterback. And we're seeing the exact same playing style out of field. And I, it's, it's, it's kind of, again, take the bears out of it. Just looking at, you know, rookie quarterbacks, just looking at teams, what's going on. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you could, like there were countless plays in the bears, uh, Buccaneers game where Justin Fields was forced to be in the pocket and got sacked and people say, Oh, Justin Fields so bad. He's so bad, but it's not his fault. He's being told stay in the pocket and make these quick throws. But realistically, who even does that anymore? I mean, there are a lot of veterans out there. There are people like Tom Brady who have done this for so long. But when you're taking a rookie quarterback, first year in the game, throwing him out there and being like, this is what you got to do. This is what seasoned pros do. And they're telling him to do it. They want to create him into something. And like I've said in past podcasts, how like they try to create him into like the next Patrick Mahomes. They're not trying to do that. They're just trying to create him into a great quarterback. But if they really wanted him to be like Patrick Mahomes, they would really try to let him be himself and really just let him perform the way he's going to perform. Now, again, you have, I mean, I don't want to analyze the game too much, but it's playing that way. It's 21 to nothing, 21 to three or something like that. And he is standing in the pocket getting killed. There's no time to throw the ball. And so he has three interceptions, three fumbles. What in the world could Nagy possibly be thinking? Like you're getting annihilated right now. It's 21 to nothing. And you're not even changing your gameplay. You're not even helping your quarterback to get out of the pocket, to make some plays, doing quick passes. You can see that he's getting hit and smashed like crazy. How do you not change that? I, I was kind of a naggy fan, and I'm like, hey, things need to change. I wasn't jumping on the bandwagon of get rid of At this point, just get rid of him. And and others, like they the, the playing style needs to change. We can't keep ruining players because of coaches' egos or lack of skill to be able like to, to coach. L- look at Bill Belichick. You're, you're clearly coaching players that and, and seeing the game of going, hey, this is what the strengths are. We've talked about it with Lamar Jackson and just all the different mm-hmm. players and the Bears week in and week out. All right. It is it is that awesome time, Isaac, because uh, there's, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about, and there were some crazy games. What's the score? Nothing, nothing. What's the score? What's the score? What's the score? What's the score? Time for scores in 60. It is time for scores in 60, and Isaac, there was some some crazy kind of things that happened. Yeah, first off, we got the Broncos and the Browns. The Browns beat the Broncos 17-14. to We got the Packers, unfortunately, coming on top of the Washington football team 24-10. to The Bengals with a surprising victory over the Ravens 41-17. to Don't know how that happened. The Giants beat the Panthers in a sudden turn of events 25-3. to The Patriots obliterated the Jets 54-13. to the Titans uh, held the Chiefs only to a field goal, 27-3. The Falcons beat the Dolphins' great game, 30-28. The Rams came on top of the Lions, 28-19. The Raiders beat the Eagles, 33-22. The Buccaneers, obli- uh, this was embarrassing. The Buccaneers beat the Bears, 38-3. The Cardinals came on top of the Texans, still undefeated, 31-5. The Colts came on top of the 49ers, 30-18. Wow. 
Cardinals still undefeated? Yep. How crazy is that? Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Because honestly, it was the first time that they were undefeated since 1974. And back then, they weren't even the Arizona Cardinals. They were the St. Louis Cardinals. I just, I mean, it's absolutely, I don't know. And again, we've talked about it, you know. You gotta. Can you really sustain that? Anything can happen. I mean, you can be seven and zero, eight and zero, nine and zero right now, and you can just fall apart. Still, they got some firepower though. Yeah, they they know what they're doing. They just picked up tight end Zach Ertz. Oh yeah, that you was know, great. From the Eagles, that was crazy. He was on fire. Yesterday was National Tight Ends Day as well. As well, mm-hmm. it was. and the tight ends were on fire yesterday. I mean, they were making plays like absolute crazy it was nuts all right titans all over the chiefs what what's happening to the chiefs now coaching is amazing they won a super bowl you know they were back at the super bowl the next year like right now they're struggling patrick mahomes is not really playing himself is he is he getting into his head what's going on with the chiefs i have no idea and the the thing that's really hard to tell with this with this game is was it the Chiefs that were really bad or the Titans that were just that good? That's always the big question, but it's not really that big in most games. But now it's a big question because the thing is, Derrick Henry did have 50-plus yards in 32 games, surpassing Seattle's Chris Warren for the second-longest running streak. So, I mean, that's something. But Yeah, and last week he was, like, running 21-something miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy is a machine. I don't really look at the Titans as a an elite team but they just got the right players in the right spot Tannehill is a good quarterback I wouldn't say he's an excellent quarterback but he's doing what he needs to do to lead the team Henry leading the league and rushing right now he's just walking all over everybody coaching's doing good I don't know I mean the Titans are making they're making a run here to walk all over the Chiefs but on the flip side I really do feel we did talk about you know teams are starting to learn Mahomes a little bit. I don't know that it's solely that because look at Tom Brady, look at Peyton Manning, these quarterbacks that, you know, year in and year out are doing good. I feel like he almost got stuck in his own head a little bit thinking I can make all these crazy plays. Like he, I feel like he needs to tone it down a little bit, get back to the basics of the game and his skill. And those plays are going to happen. He wasn't like trying to just make things happen. He was playing football, trying to make, you know, plays and win games and he was reading the field and he was doing things and the crazy plays were happening. I feel like now he's pushing things too much and he's struggling. That's true. And the thing is, especially with Patrick Mahomes is honestly, he was, he is kind of a younger quarterback and he is really, um, he's really good. Honestly, he's, we've seen what he can do and we've seen the level that he plays at but honestly, I think he just, this is the other thing that I think is a, is like a thing that will destroy quarterbacks. When they're so good and they get into high spots really quickly, then they think that they're just unstoppable and they can just do anything. Which, honestly, that's why I liked with like Kyler Murray with starting small and Justin, Justin Herbert with his like, because he's coming on top of a lot of things. And so I really like it how oh, they kind of started small to go big. And honestly, I don't think Patrick Mahomes did that. And now he's got stuck up in Herbert, his Herbert's one of my favorites, too. We've been talking about him. All yeah. right, we'll talk next week. See ya.